live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on December 20, I believe it's the 8th, 28th, 2017. How are you doing? Oh, that's great. Well, I'm going to interrupt you because I, I didn't want to hear the entire answer. I'll tell you what I'm doing. I am sitting on the beach. I am looking. You should see the view I have right now through these glass windows. Just gorgeous. Just feet away from the Atlantic Ocean here in Puerto Rico. And uh, I tell you, it is... Uh, it's better than cold, it's better than sleep, it's better than snow, misery, depression. Uh, is that what you're going through? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's terrible. Uh, you can always listen to the show where I can insult you more on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. So yes, I'm here. Uh, the last show I talked about my internet uh, capabilities in San Juan were nil. Uh, here they are very, very uh, up in the air. I have been out of it a bit. Out of it a bit. Uh, in regards to news, really, uh, I come here and the only news that they really have, again, New York news, enough. You know, I don't need the 17th installment of that, really. That, it, that podcast with Prince Harry and Obama must be basically, I don't know, like the Gettysburg Address. I mean, it must be something because they can't stop fucking talking about that. I get it. Enough. But NBC News, New York news, that, that's the only thing. So I, I really don't. I really don't have a ton to talk about here. The last podcast, if you listened, was definitely erred on the side of uh, long. It was like 50 minutes, which is, might be a personal record for a, a solo podcast of mine. But this will definitely be on the short side because uh, I don't even know how much sports things I have to talk about. I just have a bunch of shit that I, I haven't gotten around to talking about that I, I just wanted to you know, throw out there. I'm really not educated on the subject. I'll just throw it out there and you know, I'll just rant and rave about it. And then you know, people will tell me how wrong I am and you know, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, I mean the weather here. Let, let's get back to how great I am. And the weather is amazing. It's it's just beautiful. You don't have a care in the world. It's just and for the first time here, and we usually always come to this spot here in Isabella, uh, Puerto Rico. And I usually get pretty pretty housed, pretty hammered. And this time I decided not to. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm drinking, but you know, maybe I'm actually you know taking it all in instead of just get like blotto and uh, lay in a hammock and be like, yeah, that was great. That was a great fucking time. So I'm, uh, you know, I've, it is, what time is it? It is 2.38. I've had a beer and a half. My wife drank, helped me with the last beer. I'm not going to say that I, you know, wounded soldier out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your major? Nursing? You're nursing that beer. Oh, tough guy. <laughs> Two Jager bombs, please. But here we are. And uh, I don't know. I don't, I did not. If there's a lot going on in the sports world, I really don't fucking know about it. I really don't. I really don't. So I wanted to talk to stuff. Like here's 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 one thing that I've been meaning to talk about on this podcast. Again, there is going to be no rhyme or reason. There's going to be terrible transitions in this podcast. Just understand that shit right now and get it out of your system. And just realize, did I just lose all of my fucking notes? Are you okay? Whew. It's going to be a rough one. That was going to be tough. So I wanted to start here. Again, the transitions are going to be terrible. Let's just start from nowhere. Bitcoin. What, what, what's the deal with Bitcoin? Now, this is my gathering. Now, I know there is a, there's, a, there's, there's a documentary on Netflix. I think it's called Banking on Bitcoin. And I watched a whole 15, 20 minutes of it. So I think I'm pretty educated to talk about the subject. So basically, I see all these fucking people on Twitter, not even just Bitcoin, but cryptocurrency, losing their minds over cryptocurrency every day, talking about how rich they're becoming, how many fucking beach houses they're going to buy in Florida, Texas, California, Cayman Islands, you name it. I mean, they are just all over the place. Now, I have a friend uh, who is in the uh, you know, a financial advisor who thinks, stay away from it. 
It is absolute garbage. It is a house of cars, and everyone is going to eventually lose money on Bitcoin. So if you're one of those people out there that's like, I want to make a bunch of money on Bitcoin, this is, this is I will tell you, I've gone through the stages here. So Bitcoin, basically, if you don't know, what, what is this podcast? Uh, Bitcoin is basically internet currency, right? But it's not ruled by anything. It's not ruled by any any entity. Any and there's no legality involved. There's no country says this is our currency. It's internet coins, internet currency you can't hold in your hands. And basically, it's just getting more valuable and more valuable and more valuable. And there are other cryptocurrencies that are getting more valuable and more valuable. So I figured I want to get in on this shit. So I do my research. The only way to jump in to the Bitcoin thing from scratch is you go to this app. You download this app called Coinbase. And yeah, you go through the fucking avenues and you, know, you put your checking accounts. Again, I, I want to make so money. I'm so fucking blind to this. I just want to make money so bad doing nothing that I'm ready to just give all of my information to the to the soulless, heartless, dangerous internet and be like, yeah, give me my money. Bring me to the fucking money. So I enter my checking account, savings account. Oh, but, but we're very secure. We're very secure. But you have to do it because, you know, they have to verify. This is where it gets a little tricky. Not tricky, but shady in my opinion. Uh, can we see the front and back of your license? Huh? You want the front and back of my legal license. Now they say, ah, this is to protect fraud. You know, okay, got it, great, great. I'm not doing that. And they also want a selfie of you as well. My picture, to then, so you could just use that shit to go anywhere you want. And, you know, do you want to open up a new bank account with Wells Fargo? They like to rip people off. Hey, how about fucking Doogie Howser, uh, Neil Patrick Harris? With his promoted tweet with Wells Fargo, who is, would you ever bank with those people for the rest of your fucking life? Opening up fraudulent accounts and screwing over customers? How is that not, I mean, that was big news when it came out. How is that not something that is talked about all the time? They shouldn't even be a bank anymore. That is disgusting. You hear Bill Burgo off and on and on about bankers in his podcast, and he's right, you know? Go to any town, you know, for the most part, what are the two tallest buildings in that town? Air fucking bank. <laughs> There's a reason for that. You know, they rule the world. But anyways, back to Bitcoin. What was I talking about? <laughs> what was I saying again? But it's also, I, I, I guess I, what was it? But I guess it's also, you know, money can be stolen. You can be hacked into things. Duh, right? But there's no legality involved with this. I mean, if somebody steals fucking $86 million of Bitcoin, I mean, what do you do? Go down to your local precinct and be like, uh, yeah, where's my Bitcoin? Someone took it out of my account. They're going to be like, what the fuck is Bitcoin? What do you want us to do here? You know? The fucking gang that can't shoot straight is going to go find $86 billion of nothing that doesn't exist. I mean, it exists on the internet. I mean, if $86 million are clamshells, I mean, they're going to be like, all right, well, we'll do a report. I don't, can they do anything about Bitcoin? I mean, I saw something on Wall Street Journal that said that it, they were hacked and there were millions of dollars of Bitcoin taken out of somebody's account. What can you do? It's just interesting because you see all these people getting rich. I want to get rich doing nothing. I, this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. You know, this my whole life I've been waiting for Bitcoin, I think. Maybe. No? No, no, no. Eh, whatever. So that's it. If you have any more interest or, or interest, suggestions or, or, or something to say about Bitcoin, please let me know because it's consumed every – anytime it makes any jump, you know, everyone starts talking about Bitcoin. Bitcoin this, Bitcoin that. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, uh, let's see. What's going on in the sports world to a certain extent? In our, in our little cocoon sports world, the New York Yankees, obviously that's a, it's a top team on this podcast. We see Todd Frazier is going bye-bye. Uh, you know what? Tough shit. I mean, he, it was cute. I said this on Twitter. You know, it's like when you, you're, you're like in college and you're home for the summer or whatever. You meet a girl. You, know, you have fun, whatever. You're not going out. 
You know, it's it's a temporary thing. You're going, you have fun. You know, it's it's a, no commitments. It's good. And then it's you know, you're coming to school time, going back to school. Like you don't fucking need that person anymore. It's like, listen, we had a lot of fun. You're a good person, but like. You know, we're not gonna make this work. We're not gonna go visit each other and stuff like that. That that's not working. Like, let's just end it here. You know, you Todd Frazier, you want a multi-year contract? Nah, come on. Let's just keep the small time. You know, in our memories and our in our heads and in our hearts. You know, and just remember that thumbs down. You know, I'm not going to visit you at a college in the middle of November. It's not happening. You know, it, it's 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 just not. I mean, we're not going to try to alter our lives that way. So Todd Frazier, it doesn't look like it's happening, especially when you know you you see that uh, you know Mr. Machado is waiting in the wings. I know the Yankees think they can get everyone, but I mean, come on, a lot of times they do. So Todd Frazier, it's been real. Uh, your home runs will be missed. Your strikeouts won't. Yeah, he was a pretty good fielder, but uh, he was the like one guy in 2018 who would still be doing the thumbs down thing when like even all the rookies had moved on. They realized it was a season thing, but I think he was finally excited to play in a place where like people cared and like he was having fun. But sorry, Todd, it's it's now over. Um, and the Garrett Cole trade, Jesus Christ! I mean, at this point, you know, you look more and more into Garrett Cole's you know stats. He's 12 and 12 last year. I know wins don't matter anymore, but I, I don't have great internet, like I said. But I thought I remember reading his ERAs near four, and you're going to trade Clint Frazier, who I have not been a fan of. I get it, but I will fully admit, since he's been in the majors, I think he still has douche ready to. He's just ready to ooze douche all over the place. But he really wasn't that big of an asshole when he played for the Yankees. He really wasn't at all. But him uh, and was it Andahar? There, there was there was no and Jordan Montgomery, who was going to be one of their. You know, someone in their starting rotation for Garrett Cole? It doesn't make any sense to me. It seems like they're Yankees are giving up a lot for Garrett Cole. You know, a lot of times these guys they, they get these guys from the NL and it just doesn't work. What about the Bathia? Well, yeah, that was a little different. He pitched most of his career in the American League, so it goes against my point. All right, so fuck off. What about Corona? Shut up. So that's the Yankees right now. Not, not, not really much going on. I mean, they they made their big splash with Stanton. I get it. You can't you can't be getting at someone every day. I mean, the Mets. Uh, I don't know if the Mets were interested in Bartolo Colon or Bartolo Colon was interested in the Mets. It's like enough with the fucking Bartolo Colon circus. It's so stupid. Even most Met fans are like, you still see some of them like the mentions of like tweets being like, yes, bring back big sexy. Like, are you such a fucking loser? Like, I mean, listen, the Mets stink. Like some of you Mets fans though. Your whole life's going to revolve around Bartolo Colon. Like, at a certain point, like, he's a party gag. But would you like to win games? Or, or Bartolo Colon is no longer serviceable. He will give you, like, a month or two. He is garbage. I'm sorry. He's, he's 700 years old. He's not good. He's fat. That's his only appeal. At least before, he was fat, and he actually pitched well. It was like, oh, wow, this is great. He's pitching well, and he's fat. But now he's just fat. I... Some Mets fans, but I see some Mets fans being like, all right, you know, been there, done that. Okay, enough's enough. Can can we move on? Like, Can we move on? Can we move on from Todd Frazier? Can we move on from Bartolo Colon at the most? He's the one you keep going back to over and over and over again. The girlfriend, yeah, 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 yeah. Now it's over. Forget it. It's done. Big sexy. It's not sexy. He's just big. It's stupid. It's it. Whatever. I, I guess that's not being a Met fan that I don't get the whole romanticization, romanticization of... Uh, of our Bart- Bartolo Colon. I, I, I don't get it. I'm not sure. So, uh, anything else really going on outside of baseball? I didn't see any huge trades going on. Sort of, it's the, you know, they have the, the, the winter meetings, and then there's kind of a, a real lull 
until maybe about January. Then you hear some some of the people that are waiting out free agency or those trades that they you know they work through through the holidays. Then it starts getting real. Then February, yada yada yada, we get it. Pitchers and catchers, love baseball, haha, <laughs> spring training, <laughs> Can you believe how cold it is in Cleveland on opening day? Oh my god. Uh, so that's baseball right now. Uh, I want to jump into basketball for a little bit because, you know, they're, they've been watching a little bit. And the stories, you see, like, the Cavaliers and the Warriors. And I'm so stupid. I, you know, I'm 37 years old, and I fall for this bullshit every year. Those guys start off real bad, and I'm like, <laughs> Cleveland's garbage. <laughs> Finally, that team's going to go down. Yeah, yeah, they were they were terrible. They're already in first place. I mean, they're one of the best teams in the league already. <laughs> it didn't take long. You know, just and they don't even still don't have an Isaiah Thomas back. Uh, so we'll see how that works there. But also the same thing with the Golden State Warriors. You know, they lost like three out of their first four or something like that. Yeah, they're, they're back, you know, dominating world beaters. doesn't matter. They beat the Cavs even without Steph Curry. I mean, come on. It, it was, it was uh, <laughs> whatever. I know there's lots of controversy with that play. Although I didn't get to see it because I only have NBC. That's right. But I tell you, oh, man. When Obama sits down with Prince, Prince uh, not Charles, what's the other? Harry. I mean, Forget the NBA. I don't need the NBA in Christmas when I can get snippets of that podcast. I don't know what they're talking about, but it's going to be good. Because NBC News can't stop telling me about it. I'm so fucking happy to have this over so I don't have to talk about NBC News anymore. Because I'm getting tired of it. Um, really, Brian? Are you really? Yes, I am. I am. Sounds to me like you like it. Uh, and the other thing in the NBA that I wanted to talk about, what was it? Um, Retiring Kobe's number, you know, he, that, that's the new thing in, the, in, in sports now. That's just not an NBA. They did with Jeter, too. Retire the number. Uh, they retired the, the actual physical player retired just years ago. I don't know why we have to force this. Is this to sell jerseys? It's for commemorative jerseys? You know, the whole idea of selling tickets is so stupid. Like, like the L.A. Lakers game isn't going to get sold out anyways. And that's one game. You get 41 home games. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. Like, I never understood that with baseball, too. I've said that before. With Yankees retiring all these numbers. Oh, it's for attendance. Did they make that much more money when they retire a number as opposed to a game that they don't retire a number? Like, is it may They probably do, but in terms of, like, New York Yankees money, does it really fucking matter? It doesn't make any sense. Whatever, Brian. What, what do you do? Are, are, really? Are, are you fucking Lantrost? Are you Randy Levine? Levine? No, you're not. The other thing in the NBA that I found interesting about this is this Candavius, uh, Candavius Caldwell Pope, who plays for the Lakers. He, let me read there. I have this. I, have, I saved this article because I don't have internet. No service. Not even a weak signal, just no service. But hey, those are the sacrifices you have to make. I'll tell you though, you know, I, I talked about in San Juan how it really wasn't bad. I'm in Isabella, which is like the northwest corner, almost like bordering. Like if you went straight to the side, to the left where I am, you'd like hit Dominican Republic. And if you went straight, you'd, you know. No shit, you're going to find ocean, Brian? Yeah, you'd hit ocean in uh, here. But, man, this area, I'll tell you what, this area is not getting electricity back anytime soon. I mean, we're being, this place is being run on generators and Tesla batteries, the, the guy told me. Uh the guy, we always come to this place. He thinks he's so fu- fucking funny. I don't, I don't know what it is. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, happy Boxing Day. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. You're Canadian, right? He's like, yeah, it's my anniversary, too. I got married in Rat Island, huh? So what does that tell you? <laughs> I'm just like, oh, God, shut up. Give me my key. But uh, this place, man, you should see. Like, there are parts where, like, the road is missing. They just, and they just put up, like, a little, fi- like, little, like, sit- like, jersey barriers around the part where the road no longer exists. It's like, oh, this is very reassuring driving down this road. Yeah, because, I mean, there's no way it would actually fall, and I'd go to my death. Uh, and the power lines are just a complete mangled mess. It's just, it looks like spaghetti all over the place. It's really bad. 
really bad. But in terms of structures, it's not awful, except for uh, this place itself. Not not our building, but some of the buildings, their decks were completely torn off, and they're just in pieces and shambles right now. But uh, again, you know, I told the guy, the guy said, he goes, it was a really spiritual experience. He's like, it's the best time I've had the last few months in my entire time since I've been managing this place. I was like, why is that? He's like, oh, yeah, you just, you just, you know, you get rid of everything. I don't need to send an email every two seconds. I don't need to see what text message, you know. If someone leaves you, you write a thing on the fridge, you know, stuff like that. You just, you, you disconnect it, you know. And I didn't have to go on shitbook anymore. And I was like, shitbook? He's like, Facebook. I was like, oh, yeah, shitbook, got it. I don't have to go on that anymore and see what, who, what so-and-so's doing, you know. I don't see how many likes I got. So I was like, yeah, well, I mean, there is an element of uh, enjoyment to that, so. We have some neighbors. I don't know if they're there, but like, there's a mother and a daughter, and the daughter was like outside last night, like doing these like strenuous fucking exercises. While like the mother like stood over her like a drill sergeant, like the like the fucking sergeant of like Full Metal Jacket. Although she wasn't saying anything, so I don't know if the analogy actually works. But she's sitting there doing. I mean, this girl's probably like twelve to fifteen years old. Sitting there doing like strenuous like sit ups, and she's like. And, like, doing these leg lifts while she just, the, the mother just stood there with her arms folded, like, staring at her in silence. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? She must be, like, one of those, like, prodigy athletes, like, tennis or golf or, I don't know why I'm choosing those sports. I mean, it could be anything. But, um, or swimming or whatever. But, Jesus, pretty uncomfortable, you know, as I'm sitting there having a having a drink and you know, just listening to music. And I look over and it's like, <laughs> the mother's standing there. <laughs> Very odd. Anyways, uh, so let's talk in a normal human voice again. <laughs> but uh, where was I going? Uh, Caldwell Pope, so this guy for the Lakers, he is is actually in like a jail release program because he violated his – and maybe some of you know this, but some of you don't maybe. Um, so back in June when he was a piston, Cantavius Caldwell Pope was sentenced to 12 months probation by a Michigan judge when he pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor of allowing a person to operate his vehicle under the influence, which I had no idea that was a crime. I mean, think about times where you're at a party and, like, you are just blotto, like, complete shithoused. And someone's at that party and they're like, yeah, do you want me to drive your car home? I mean, at that point, are you like, "Ah, how strong are you? Like, I mean, unless that person is in your condition, I mean, the idea of you not driving and them driving seems rational, right? Again, I, I wasn't there. I don't know the situation. But you got 12 months probation for that? That seems insane. Anyways, again, think about that at a party. Dude. How many times? I've done it before. I didn't ask the person, how many beers have you had? I mean, they could easily lie and be like, two. That, that's a standard lie answer, two. Uh, okay, yeah, drive me. Uh, he reportedly violated that probation over the summer for failing a drug and alcohol screening order. And after pleading guilty to that violation last week, Caldwell Pope is now splitting his time between the Lakers and jail. So this guy... This millionaire athlete who is playing basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers, one of the most storied franchises in American sports, or even global sports, really, is going to games, going to practices, and then he's going to jail afterwards. Uh, Let's see. The 24-year-old is serving his sentence in the Seal Beach Police Department Detention Center and under a work release program is being allowed to leave the facility for games, practices, according to jail and court and jail documents. Colo Pope is not allowed to leave the state, which will result in missed games in Houston and Minneapolis. He's expected to be at the Lakers game against the Warriors in Oakland on Friday. This was uh, a little old, so he's probably – that game has probably already happened. Uh, Caldwell Pope is wearing a GPS monitor while he's away and he returns from games of practice. He has to submit to a breath test. Caldwell Pope is making 18 million. He, who, 
18 million? I mean, I've heard the name before. Cantavius Caldwell Pope is making $18 million a year? That is ridiculous. The NBA and MLB contracts are out of control. I, I think I've reached old man status by saying that, but what the fuck? $18 million. I have, again, the, I have no service in my internet, so I'm, I'm not going to try to look up stats. $18 million. That, uh, whatever. What do I care? Caldwell Pope is making $18 million this season, and that keeps him out of a typical prison. So if he was making less money, he'd be in a regular prison? According to the Times, the pay-to-stay... Okay, all right. According to the Times, the pay-to-stay detention center where Caldwell Pope is serving his time brings in more revenue than any other jail in Los Angeles or Orange Counties, with wealthy DUI offenders making up most of its inmates. Based on an LA Weekly ad from 2013, the Seal Beach facility openly marked its flat-screen TVs, computer, and media room, and general cleanliness. So if anyone ever tells you that uh, money doesn't pay... Uh, you know, money isn't an element when it comes to the justice system. Holy Christ. Pay to stay. That, that's like that's like some fucking, you know, uh, Pablo Escobar shit. Pay to stay jail. Yeah, I have one of the commenters here. Can someone with more knowledge than me tell me how to pay to stay jail is remotely constitutional? The fact that it is ethically appalling, I get. But how is it legal? It's so true. I thought that this was just something worked out because... It's, for people that have listened to the podcast before, I've mentioned I, I worked at a Department of Correction halfway house before. And some of these guys got deals in a sense that I was not working there at the time. But if you guys are familiar with the rapper uh, Keith Murray, he was at that halfway house that I worked at, again, before I worked there. And he was his work release program was to go work on an album. I mean, so I, I knew that these, these little nuances exist in places, but pay to stay, that's a new world. Pay to stay. <laughs> I got these now. <laughs> Fucking narco shit, man. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize. Like, I knew he was in jail. Like, I learned just as I was reading that article. Pay to stay. Holy shit. I'll tell you, when Keith Murray at that halfway house, I, when I started, I was like third shift there. So I just go through all the files while the guys in the file room, guys that weren't there anymore. Just re- interesting reading police reports. You know, absolutely ridiculous shit. And just all sorts of... Uh, what was the, what did they call pre-sentence PSI pre-sentence investigations? Basically, like a little synopsis of your fucking life from birth. Um, and they also have visiting lists. And I look at Eric Sermons, um, not Eric Sermon. I just gave a name away. Whoops. Uh, Keith Murray's <laughs> Keith Murray's uh, visiting list and the names on that thing with addresses and phone numbers. Quite interesting. I, by mistake, I may, hopefully, maybe I'll edit that name out. Um, but there were people that were in a group called uh, E, ends with a D, and uh, PM in the middle of it. Their names, address, phone numbers. Uh, let's see, there's a uh, mogul who always says, uh, I thought I told you that we won't stop. His, his address and phone number. And a rapper with a man with a color in the front of it. Uh, that is not actually orange or yellow, but somewhere in the middle of that. Uh, and yeah, there, there was it was uh, it was interesting. It was interesting seeing that. I think one of the ones from the uh, that uh, group with the E and the D actually came came there and visited him. And his only infraction, um, he, he got he got written up once because he was taking pictures with people in visiting day. So, a little little off track story there, but uh, okay, pay to stay prisons. How, how is that legal? Holy Christ. 
Anyways, we gotta move on for Brian. He can't just keep going. How is that legal? You gotta, gotta move. How was everyone's Christmas, by the way? Huh? Last time I did this, I mean, I, my Christmas was good. Thank you for asking. Thank you. Went to my uh, father-in-law's house. No power there, but the generator was running, and it was just as fun, as just as great as it always is. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd say uh, it was good. How was yours? I, pu I put a, um, get, get all the gifts. Did you see all the family members? Oh, that's great. Did you drink too much? Did he say something you shouldn't have? Oh, boy. It'll be a long time before you see that person. Um, I, uh, I put out a poll on Twitter. I forget the actual results. But have you ever gone to a shitty bar on either Christmas Eve, Christmas night, or, you know, Christmas Day night, or even Thanksgiving night, I think. Maybe I didn't have that one. Have you ever been there? And over half of you people have. Like, you're a bunch of sad souls. I mean, so have I. I mean, I, I would fit right into that. But I thought it would be like, no, come on, I have a family. I have a soul. I, I have, you know, some sort of fucking, you know, some family ethics, someone to, you know at least come home to, not like a sex robot, which we will talk about. Um, robots are taking over, and I do not like it. But uh, a lot of you, boy. I tell you, I used to like doing it. Um, they come home. I just have a few friends. It's just like, I don't want to sit around my family anymore. Yeah, let's go out. So let's go drive around, smoke cigarettes until we find a bar that's open. When you find one, you go in there, and you're hoping to see the real sad sacks of shit sitting there being like, wow, that guy's 50-something. He is clearly... He's got the bottle next to him, so he's clearly a he's clearly a fucking alcoholic with little to live for. Shitty job. Goes home to his one-bedroom apartment, apartment that just smells of feet and fucking garbage. I mean, then you walk in, you're like, I'm not that guy. I'm here because I want to, not because I need to. Uh, but then the also depressing part is when you start to see people that you know. <laughs> you know, like someone from another grade and be like, oh, that's their brother. They're the bartender. Oh, they know I'm here. Oh, this is, oh, wow, it's another fucking high school reunion. Look at this. But I didn't know a bunch of you were such uh, sad drunks. But uh, it's good to know, actually. I'm glad I'm glad to know that. Uh, remember, uh, like those places I told you about, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Uh, remember to leave a review if you haven't. I'm doing it in the middle of the podcast, so uh, you, 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 don't just, you just don't duck out on me this time. Nice try. You know when I start my spiel, sometimes you may just go, all right, podcast is over. I don't need to do this anymore. No, no, no. I'm doing the middle because there, there's still more to live for. Just like the guy at the bar on Christmas Eve. There's still more to live for, buddy. You don't need the bottle. Just buy the bottle before it and sit in your house. Go through Tinder until you find someone just as pathetic and you know miserable as you. Those people are out there. Believe me. I see them. I see them at gas stations, supermarkets, airplanes, whatever. Anyways, uh, what else did I need to talk about? We got that. We got that. Da, 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 da. I haven't watched any of the bowl games. I don't know why. I wrote this down. I must have been drunk or something to think this was funny. College football, uh, it's all about the money now. Old times, they would piss on the loser before the internet. I don't know what that means. That's kind of like when Jerry wrote down the joke and then he finally found it. And he's like, that's not funny. That's not funny. You know, the whole episode is him looking for the little note that he wrote down while he was sleeping. I think I did this, too. I was, like, dozing. I'm like, oh, let me write this down. That's funny. Old times, they would piss on the loser, and that would be okay. I don't... That's not funny! <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, shitty bar. Yeah, we did that. Okay. Um, selfies. Boring, but topical. Oh, I saw some woman in the coffee shop. Forget it. Who cares? When you read it out loud, out loud like that, Brian, it really takes away. So I guess the last thing... Uh, oh, and the, also the other thing. You know, I, I mentioned Peter Rosenberg, the piece of shit he is, who is the third wheel on the Michael K podcast. Uh, if you, I'll, I'll remind you. Here you go. Someone who goes there should pull Mike aside and say, 
this little hack joy boy you've never heard of, Peter Rosenberg says, that if you had never met Mad Dog, you would just be Joe Beningo. So yeah, that's Peter Rosenberg. So Francesa has, you know, retired. Um, sorry. Uh, and he, the, the, the books came out, the, the, the ratings books came out for the last quarter or whatever, last period. Uh, and, and Francesa was not number one. You know, he always said, I'm, I'm number one. That means a lot to me. I have three number one shows. Number one, number one, number one. I am number one. We get it. So he wasn't number one. He was number two. And Peter Rosenberg and Neil Best, friend of the podcast, the first podcast guest ever on the Red Ticket Blues. It was Neil Best, writer for a sports media columnist for Newsday. And so Peter Rosenberg quote tweeted. He says in there, basically Neil Best tweets out, says, Francesa number, tied for number, he was number two, K, number 12, yada, yada, yada. And Peter Rosenberg, and with a link to the story, Peter Rosenberg quote tweets that and says, oh, oh your glory boy, Francesco wasn't number one. Oh, too bad, uh, you know, you won't tweet about it. And like Neil Best is just like, <sighs> sigh, does it again. Like I said this on Twitter. If you had any inclination to ever listen to the Michael K show, um, and I've heard some Michael K fans say, I used to like it until that guy got there, you know. The, the, again, the white guy who, you know, loves hip-hop at age 40-something and is, you know, on Hot 97 like he's fucking somebody. I, I, it's very, it's, it's uncomfortable. It's just, it's unnecessary. We're, we're all very impressed. Um, so <laughs> it's like Michael Rappaport again. You know, I heard Michael, speaking of the royal family before, you know, I heard Michael Rappaport say the other day, um, so Meghan Markle, who Prince Harry is marrying, uh, I guess she's a former actress. I never heard of her, but I guess she was an actress and on some sitcom, and he was like a guest star. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. She, and I heard her talking. He's like, oh, she was really nice. You know, I really liked her. Who knows? You know, if there was more some chemistry there, I could have been, you know, Prince Michael. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, that, that makes no sense, you fucking moron. She is becoming royalty by marrying someone who's in it. She had no more royalty than you. If you got together, there would be no royalty to come together, you half-witted moron. I was just like, I guess that's supposed to be funny. Like the stupid people be like, <laughs> wouldn't that be funny? Michael Crabapore would be a prince. Yeah, that, that just doesn't. <laughs> sorry, it doesn't work that way. Uh, so he's a fucking idiot. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, what was I talking about? Um, oh, so, yeah, I mean, he has embarrassed himself, Peter Rosenberg, so much the last few months in this. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. He's killed his product. I really believe that. I really believe that. I mean, he took on Michael K's thin skin and I think ruined anybody to potentially watch that show in the future. Now, Kay's always going to have the yes connection. And, you know, I keep hearing, again, I've not heard one second of the new show on WFAN. I think the, the full team premiere is on the 2nd of January, which I will listen to. And we'll get an idea of what the show is all about. Um, but but uh, he, I, how embarrassing. You think one of them, you know, Kay or, Kay or LaGreca would come in and be like, whose man is this? You know, do that Russell Westbrook pose after he got the finger from the guy in Philly. Who's man is this? What, 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 what's going on here? What, what, what is this? It's 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 pretty. Or maybe they wouldn't do it. Maybe maybe Francesa would do that actually. So I mean, so I guess Francesa in full. I don't give a fuck mode. I mean, I, I can't believe he didn't like come in like number one. I mean, all those those Sunday shows where he brings on the doctor who's never examined anyone to <laughs> to diagnose their injuries. Such a stupid part of the like that's antiquated Francesa thinking that like that appeals to, like the audience. We bring in Doctor O'Brien, you know. Uh, so uh, Doc. Uh, you got uh, you know Landry, uh, you know fucking Smith here with the uh, Jaguars. He's got a 
you know, injured ankle and give some diagnosis. Like, what's up with, what's up with him? And the doctor would be like, well, you see, when you have an ankle injury in that sort, uh, what he's going to have to do, he's going to have trouble planting. He's going to have trouble planting going after that quarterback. You know, that, that, that's going to be an issue. And Francesca, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so let's go over to the uh, NFC. Uh, it's such a stupid part of the show. It was, it was, you know doctors listen to that and be like, this, this is this is just not this is not real. This is, this is You can't just not examine someone and say they can't do things. You have to look at a, a, a structure, a person a body part something anyways i just want to jump into that peter rosenberg thing and then finally finally didn't i say this would be a short podcast i'm already over 30 months just a liar just a total liar uh you know robots are becoming a problem <laughs> so you know my my brother and i used to watch this show called uh it was on fox i probably mentioned it on the podcast before called sightings Terrible show. It was one of those shows where they act like all this stuff's going on in the background. It was like America's Most Wanted, almost, to a certain extent, but for, like... It's like a, a cross between America's Most Wanted and, like, news of, like, weird shit, like UFOs and uh, ghosts, Bigfoot, uh, you know, government uh, conspiracy sort of stuff. You know, all these people are answering phones and typing in the background. It's like, you're not doing anything. You're paying $8 an hour, if that, to be an extra in this thing. Uh, but I remember one of the things they talked about, was it there or was it some sort of NBC countdown of how we're all going to die? But near the top was like robots are going to take over. And I like, we both laughed at that. We were like, the robots are going to take over. That sounds like an episode of the Simpsons when they went to Itchy and Scratchy Land and the robots rebelled and tried to kill us. Well, the Simpsons called it again. But... It's, it's becoming an issue. Like, I mentioned the sex robots, and listen, I'm a happily married man. I love my wife. I don't need a sex robot. Uh, and even if I wasn't married, listen, I'm gorgeous, I'm handsome, I'm hysterical, I'm knowledgeable, and you all know this from the podcast, especially the last two parts. Uh, so I, I'm okay. But sex robots are coming. They, they are going to be here. And they're going to become part of life. So what will happen in the beginning? People will be looked at as oddities. Uh, yeah, it's my, that's my, that's my, uh, girlfriend. She's, uh, she's a robot. Her name is, you know, Melissa. Uh, and people will look at them as oddies and they will eventually, like, they will seep into our community. They'll look at oddities. Then it'll be like, oh my God, you're cheating on me with a robot. How dare you? It's me or her. Goodbye. <laughs> Get out. I'm with the robot. Like that, that is going to, I mean, I, and I know people go, oh, sex robots, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's going to change, like, fabric, not even just sex robots, but robots are going to change the fabric of society. Like, think about, like, people's dedication to people. You know, if you have a robot as a companion, like, other people start to not matter. Like, the, 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 the moral staircase of America is going to collapse, not America, the world. It's just, it's, it's a weird world to think about. Jobs are going to disappear. Like my brother-in-law would always tell me about, oh, you know, the driving cars are taking over. And I'd always just be like, yeah, yeah, maybe they are. I don't know. It seems like so far away. And he's like, no, they're coming. They're coming. And I, I started now. I mean, and listen, I presented my, 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 my concerns. And for most of my concerns, he had a pretty valid answer to it. Not all of them, but most of them. Uh, so, I mean, they're going to come, they're going to take away taxis, they're going to take away, you know, trucking jobs, they're going, those are going to be obsolete. The robots are going to start doing our dumb grunt work for us. So the people that can't do shit, like, you know, the people that mop up garbage 
And uh, because, you know, that's, that's all they're, they're, I apologize, that's all they're good for. Uh, did I just say that? I'm sorry, socioeconomic, you know, fucking degrading, shaming. I am apologize. That's how capitalism works. I'm sorry. But they're going to be eliminated. And the robots are going to run everything. Now, I know some people are thinking, oh, Brian, he's got his tinfoil hat on. Boy, what are you smoking? <laughs> the robots. Oh, that's cute. Oh, well, but just put on this nice white jacket. Yeah, it opens in the back. That's fine. We're going to bring you to a place where everyone is nice to robots. Um, but I heard Bill Burr talking about this. You know, somebody, I guess in Saudi Arabia, a, a robot, they made a robot a citizen. And they had like somebody interview it and they're, and you know, really softball questions, but like they answered it and they're like, oh, look, look at that. A robot can answer questions. That's so cute. No, it's not. It's not a person. It's not a thing. It's not even a, it's not even like a little dog where you like talk in a tone to a dog and it reacts. It's like, oh my God, it understands the tone. That means its brain is working. A robot doesn't have a brain. Someone is fucking, someone is making that thing do that. And when they can make things do that. They can make it do other things, too, if you catch my drift. The sex robots are the thing that's obviously everyone wants sex. Sex, sex, sex. So that is going to be the thing that introduces the world itself to robots to make it somewhat normal. And again, it's, it's going to be laughed at in the beginning. And then you're going to see actual relationships. And I know. This may not be in my lifetime where we can accept like, oh, who are you married to? Oh, this is my wife. Oh, she's, yeah, she's a robot. Oh, that's cool. Don't worry about it. You know, it's fine. It's, <laughs> listen, we've all met people with robots before, am I right? As companions. Oh, that's great. That's great. It's scary, man. I mean, I'm not worried about, you know, <laughs> driving my car and some robot policeman coming over and strangling me and castri- castrating me. But I mean, you know, they're coming. Anyways, this podcast has been outrageously uninteresting. Am I right? Or maybe, you know what? I hope it just got you through your day of just me rambling about, you know, Caldwell Pope and and Michael Rappaport and and, and Bitcoin and robots. And this is the kind of shit you talk about when you don't see (laughs) what's going on. You know, a few articles here, a few articles there. Bitcoin robots start taking over your mind. Oh, yeah. (sighs) But uh, I gotta get I got I gotta end this because uh, I gotta go watch the sunset in a little while and drink a mojito. So <laughs> enjoy that misery. Uh, if uh, you want to listen to more of the podcast, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube at Brian Buck thirteen and at Red Ticket Blues on Twitter. Remember on those venues. I don't know why I say this after the Twitter part, but remember to leave a review. Always kind helps people uh, you know find the podcast easily on iTunes or Stitcher. More votes, more everything. Hey, word of mouth, you know. It doesn't have to be a barstool podcast. You could just slip in a red ticket blues when you're having a conversation with somebody the next time. Oh yeah, but what is you know Saturday? What is it about? Well, a guy just talks about Bitcoin and you know just just, just slip it in, you know, just 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 a little bit. Uh, so I want you to uh, the next time I talk to you guys, I'll be in California, and uh, the trip will be over. Back to life, back to life in the Golden State. So. I think this is the definition of what they call a rambling. So, with all that being said, I'm gonna.